My name is Beatrice Creel and I'm an artist from Mexico City. Uh, currently I'm doing an MFA in Fine Art. Uh, I started doing art when I was very young, around 12 years old. And mainly I was really into painting. That's just because that's kind of like the only thing I did when I was growing up. Um, and after that, I started exploring during university different mediums. So uh, I learned photography, I learned video, I learned sound. I used to have a band, a, a rock band duo called Sorsense, and I played the drums. I also did uh, various short films okay. and I participated in the production of a, a feature film that showed in cinemas. I'm not very proud of that film. It's a very commercial film, it's kind of like a soap opera made okay. film. In some way well, it was just a job. The point is that I took classes about digital uh, illustration, uh, digital post uh, photography, and different types of arts, sculpture, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and things like that. So when I took those classes, I started learning other mediums, art objects, yeah. and sculpture, collage, and many other things. And by learning all of those tools, I realized that I could explore much more than painting, which painting is, to me, still one of the best mediums to do art. It's, it's a feeling, it's a pers completely personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah is not really based on anything concrete, it's just, I don't know, if I go to a museum, paintings are still what cuts my eye first, yeah. in even more than contemporary installations yeah. or something like that. But I wanted to do something different, something more, more aligned to the projections that I actually want in the world, mm -hmm. especially because painting in the current art industry belongs a lot uh, to, to, to the market. When we talk about contemporary art, it does fully belong to the market, but there are certain things within public art, for example, participatory art, that you can do by gathering uh, fundings, gathering, uh, let's say, grants, and looking to residencies and different types of projects which are not necessarily uh, directly involved with the art industry and the gallery scheme and the selling and buying painting okay. uh, auction scheme. Uh, painting, it, is, it belongs to that world no matter what because it is something already predetermined in many ways. It's been there for a very long time, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a commodity that, that people in the art world know. If I come and tell you, okay, I want to do a bouncy house, mm -hmm. which is one of the projects that I'm doing. If I tell you I'm doing this project, it's very hard for somebody to tell me, okay, I'll give you the money for that, or yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll risk 
yeah. this with you or I, I want to show it in my gallery because of all the constraints of saying, no, okay, no one or very few people have done something like this. But painting is something so common now for yeah. art that is already is the most measured technique yeah. there is. Interesting. Uh, and because of that, uh, I think that it is very hard to to truly explore the boundaries of, of, of painting, especially if I become a painter, as a painter, I would have to comply to that system, which I do not. I feel like painting, yes, could be a little bit limiting because there's always a space between the artwork and the people. Yeah. So that space is something that I'm trying to reduce or eliminate in every single case. So what occurred is that when I said, okay, I'm not going to do painting, I'm going to choose something else, my medium, my technique became play. play. Okay. So it's not something uh, that belongs to any of the, of, of the typical mediums of art. It's more a way I do things. It's a bouncy house. It's called Space for Autonomous Imagination. Okay. So it's going to be an installation of free play, which means that you can go and have a free experience of play. What it is symbolic is this, this childlike structure. It's something more symbolic because I created this space Currently, I'm on a, on a quest to develop alternative realities, systems that are alternative or a, or a possible alternative to the systems that we currently have. And I mean, when I say the system, the economical, political borders and everything around those, those concepts. So I, I believe that we can create new systems, but it's very difficult to imagine a world without money yeah. or imagine a world without democracy yeah. and if it's not democracy people would think okay it will be communism and it's not really about that because those systems are they, they have a very direct relation one is for one thing and then the other one is to oppose to that one thing True. capitalism communism so is trying to eliminate both and eliminate everything that is done before in those terms of how we organize and, how, and the way we live and operate and how can we actually create something that is from scrap, new, mm -hmm. and that probably would work better mm -hmm. than the systems that we currently have. If you think about democracy was invented 200 years before Christ. I believe personally that the system is faulty, but moreover than that, if the system, let's say that it is not, Still, why do we still operate in a system that was invented where the world was completely and fully different? It was a completely different world. Now we have technology, now we have uh, these clear identity cues, now we have uh, human rights that determine many things of how uh, we should be as humans to be able to uh, coexist. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what this project is about. I think we can come up with something new, but to come up with something new, it means that we have to put everything we know and everything we believe under the line and on subject of the doubt. So doubting 
all of these systems and all of these constraints will make us imagine new alternatives for the future. It is difficult because people have the idea that art is not supposed to be touched, art is not supposed to be played with, and, and in, in many ways, yes, because if you do that, you're probably going to get fined and have a couple of lawsuits or something like that, or be in debt for the rest of your life. Uh, so what has to happen is that every single time when I have an exhibition, I have to be there. But I don't act as the artist and the creator of this game. I act in some way as a facilitator. So I operate as a game master yeah. in, in, in all the installations that I have and all the projects that I do, because as of now, I haven't really found another way, especially because of this unnaturalness mm -hmm. of interacting and touching the art. What is your reaction to this studio here? I have this studio because the university gave me this studio cool. for my MFA. I, I come like once or twice a week. I don't come that often as I was expecting to be. Mm -hmm. And most of the people spend a lot of hours in this studio mm -hmm. and producing in, in these studios. I personally do not because I feel like I get This is very personal, but I feel like I get very distracted. Particularly Latin American culture mm -hmm. in Europe is something, is seen as something very folkloric because it's very far. And there's really few, few things that represent that culture in a, in a country or in a place like, like London mm -hmm. and in, in Europe in general. So people, when, when you are existing in an environment where, where you come from a place unknown mm -hmm. to the people you're with, they try to understand you by putting you in the nearest a thing that they know, which is the most folkloric and stereotypical uh, <laughs> way on seeing Latin Americans and Mexican people in particular from my culture. Yeah. So it's very easy to say, okay, you use a lot of colors that I use a lot of colors in my artwork and say, okay, immediately you're from Mexico and that's obvious that you're from Mexico because you're using a lot of colors. But the matter of fact is that every single culture that is not Western uses a lot of colors. Think about cultures in, 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 South in the South part of Africa, not in South Africa, but on the yeah. North part of Africa, on Asia, it's like an explosion of colors. Even if you think about Greece, yeah. Greece was full of colors. Mm -hmm. We found a the sculptures and, and the buildings in white because the color washed away, but in reality, it was filled with colors. Yeah. And in Rome, had also a lot of colors. So it's not even um, an historical thing for the Western world. It's something very recent mm -hmm. in, in history that things stop having colors. If you think about the Celtic culture that was around this area, they use a lot of colors too. So why would you think that <laughs> The reason that I'm, I'm, my art is clearly Mexican is because I use a lot of colors. <laughs>